Is this thing working? It's Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Please share, like, and follow. Also, we are on Rumble. Please follow us on there. And YouTube. And YouTube. <clears throat> Please follow yep. us on there. That would be great. All platforms. On all platforms. And James and I want to thank you, our listeners, for everything you do. We want to bring you content with factual information for ordinary and common sense folk like yourself, like me and James. So please comment or message us to let us know what you like or don't like. We need your feedback. But before we start the show today, there was breaking news yesterday on Sunday. Yep, big breaking news, which we probably about all expected. Yes, we did expect it. So I'm going to play two small clips, and uh, then we're going to discuss that afterwards. Yep, Ron said he's out, huh? Ron, yep, Ron DeSantis, he says he's out. Listen, listen to him. He'll tell you. Agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises, and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. That is the type of leadership we need for all of America. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice and that we can, in fact, succeed again as a nation. Nobody worked harder, and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second-place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop bleeding with conviction. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. That was a good speech. He did good. And, and let me, you know, as we were sitting there or listening to him, it, it, I got thinking about this. I kind of like what you said, Ron. And if you had kind of said these things from the very beginning and said that, hey, while Trump is a superior candidate to Joe Biden and President Trump did help our country and improve our country and improve our economy and strengthen our, our goals. He could have come out and said, but hey, I believe I can do even more than that. He might have gotten more support. Yes. And if the Democrats had left President Trump alone, you know, without all the indictments, yeah. because I feel that the indictments kind of had the people back behind him 100% and they weren't going yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, sure That's it did. You know, the, the people, um, and if he would have come out and said, this sucks what you're doing to President Trump. Yeah. You know, if he would have fought for President Trump also, the people would have gotten behind him, I do believe. Yeah. But I think his donors, you know, didn't want that. Yeah. Well, and the, the people, yeah. Think about this, too, in, in that light. You talk about President Trump 
having these indictments on him and them constantly poking and messing with him and constantly trying to drag him in, in court in civil mm-hmm. suits and, and all these other things. Take and, his money away. And, and we as a public sat back and we watched this happen to this. He was a president of the United States who they are ruining. That's right. When we sit back and we see this, that the person that had the most powerful position in the land all of a sudden is, is, is being attacked in this way unfairly unjustly and 99 percent of this without any proof or basis whatsoever and we as a public sit back and we watch this happen the only reaction the only honest and proper reaction is to support the man in this because you need to realize that if it happens to him it's, it's going to happen to me. Yes. It's going to happen to you. And it's going to happen to your neighbors down the street. And if we were seeing this on a community-type level, like here in our town, in, in, in East Texas where we're at, if we were to see our local sheriffs and, and sheriff's department and local city police go after a person that we knew out in the community and we seen them go after them unjustly, I would hope that each and every one of us would react the same exact way and we'd stand in support stand of that in support man of because that. the system is is broken and bullying him and, and yeah. intimidating him mm-hmm. and oppressing him. Lawfare. Total, Total lawfare. lawfare just man. what just what Ron DeSantis says, Governor DeSantis. We're glad you're going back to Florida, Governor, and doing your job. Yes. And you really should have waited because we would have all been behind you. I, one thing I don't like that he said... And um, it was the poking about Fauci. But I know he had to do that because that was what he was running on yes. pretty much. You know, um, but COVID is something that everybody experienced. And to sit All there. All the governments and, in the world, yes. And so to sit there and blame everything on President Trump is a, just a non-starter for me. And yeah. it has been from the beginning. Right. But there's that, and that's how we feel about that. So we're going to move on to some really, really deep dive. But <laughs> we're going to keep you. We're going to keep it simple. We always say we're going to go into a deep dive, but really, we're what we're doing is bringing you the information, the yes. factual information, and giving some questions and perspective on it, so that you can look into it, research, and decide for yourself. And wonder what all the hype is about this. And uh, where I'm going with this is we're going to be talking about China. And um, You want me to yeah, you want me to lead this? I'm gonna, James is going to lead this one. Well, here we go. I like here, that. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> China, China, which we, we've never been able to actually ever trust China anyway. But here we go again. China has got an ongoing issue with tariffs and trades and trying to defraud our country and our government. And so finally, we see that our DHS is doing something right. You know, finally. I, only because our Congress people have forced the issue. <laughs> and finally. Yeah. And, and by me saying he's the, the DHS has finally come out and done something right doesn't mean that I'm going to give you a pass on the border. <laughs> so let's get that straight right off the bat here. You it's know, really I, even hard to, tr- to trust that they did this right. Yep, the same goes with this. I'll pat you on the head for this and kick you in the butt for that. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> but but what but what it is here, come to find out, headlines, big headlines too, and Axios 
says DHS raids Chinese car parts makers U.S. headquarters. And here's the story. The Department of Homeland Security executed a search warrant last week at the Ohio-based U.S. subsidiary of Qingdao Sunsong, a Chinese automobile parts manufacturer that a congressional committee has accused of trade fraud. The big picture in this is there's growing concern among lawmakers that Chinese companies are evading U.S. tariffs. Okay, big concern that this is going on. Here's what the evidence leads us to. What's happening is, is that DHS agents searched the premises of Harco Manufacturing Group in Moraine, Ohio on Thursday, the Dayton Daily News and other local news reported. A Sunsong Holdings acquired Harco Manufacturing Group back in 2015. The search was held at 3535 Kettering Boulevard, the address of Harco's plant, and the same address that Sunsong North America lists on its website. So Sunsong has come in, bought Harco back in 2015, and here we go. So what they're saying, what the DHS is saying is that the search was part of an ongoing federal investigation. The DHS did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Sunsong North America and Harco did not immediately respond to requests for comment either. The details about this thing, and here's the story to this. If you go, well, what does this mean to me? What does this mean to us? Well, in September of 2023, members of the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party wrote a letter to the DHS Secretary Mayorkas that accused King Dong Sunsong of moving some of its production to Thailand in order to evade the U.S. tariffs. So then they go on to cite a letter, a public filing. Um, Mike Gallagher says that, that he calls all of Sunsong's activities a case of blatant trade fraud that's having a catastrophic event or catastrophic impact on American manufacturers. The use of transshipment to evade United States tariff is a serious violation of U.S. law and it undermines American economic and national securities. And he also says on here, one American company has been compelled to accumulate significant debt, divest itself of two business divisions, and most res- recently lay off one quarter of its workforce due to Sunsong's trade fraud, if Swiss, if and he says, if swift action is not taken, the affected company will be forced to permanently cease its operations. So right there tells you how, how serious this is when a company, an American company, is being used. You know, right, right in the middle of of everything. It tells you what how it affects the American companies. Right. So. So basically what China is doing then, if I get this right, is this car parts manufacturer, they're actually shipping in the materials to, to, to make these car parts, avoiding the tariffs on them, which in turn hurts our economy, which yes. in turn doesn't strengthen our dollar. That's exactly right, because we put the tariffs on China because they were already frauding Americans. Yeah. You know, and that that's where the tariffs came from. That's where President Trump put the tariffs out there. Yeah, he cracked down on the tariffs. And then it's awful crazy that uh, Biden still has the tariffs going on. But it would seem to me like he's allowing the Chinese to do this inside our country to avoid the tariffs. Okay, and, and, and... Yeah, and these are ways that this hurts our American economy. And to to point this out, 
it's not that they're trans shipping them to our into our country and and then making them here and then calling that they're being made in in china what they were doing was taking these materials shipping them over to thailand yes shipping them out of thailand saying they're made in thailand and avoiding the tariffs yes which is what president trump caught them back in what 2018 doing in vietnam yes caught them doing the same thing mislabeling things yeah, and they're still doing it. And, and you know, they have these um, subsidiaries like we were just talking about um, with Sunsung, and they have other s- subsidiaries that are doing the almost the exact same thing, not exactly with car parts, but, you know, let's take, for example, the favorite, the new favorite shipping thing for TeamU. Mm-hmm. You know, that is also a China company being run out of America. You know, but their stuff is coming from... With uh, Chinese labels on uh, it. With Chinese labels on it. Okay. But it's actually coming from um, Vietnam. See, and, and that's, yeah, that's the thing that President Trump cracked down mm-hmm. on them about. Yes. Because they were they were bringing them over to there, manufacturing them there, shipping them out, and avoiding the tariffs. Yes. Which... That's exactly what's happening. Which creates unfair competition, unfair trade... All of these things. Exactly. And I don't know a whole lot about, you know, the supply chain issues or the the global trade or the tariffs and how these things work. But I do understand that if they're handled correctly and within the law, tariffs and global trade is a good thing. Yes. If it's handled correctly. Right. And if it isn't taking anything away from the citizens of the country. Right. And that's why President Trump's been so popular with the people here in our country is because we want to make America great again. And by improving and enforcing our tariffs and our trade laws and our practices, that's all President Trump was after. At the, you know, when I mean, that's what he was after in 2016. That was his goal was to improve those and make America stronger by putting us First, first in those negotiations and in those trades he aimed to address trade imbalances you know he he aimed to promote fair trade policies and practices and he wanted to protect american industries from what he perceived as an unfair competition and also intellectual property concerns and that's all he was after you know to do this and it yeah well um i'm going to read um, an article from CNN two years ago. It was written in 2022, and it, it tells us why Joe Biden China tariffs in place. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So some of these tariffs, which are paid by American importers, have been in place for nearly four years. His Donald Trump's controversial trade war with China began in 2018 when he slapped tariffs on $50 billion of Chinese-made goods. Over the next year, he added duties to more items such as Beijing retaliated with more items after Beijing retaliated with tariffs on some American-made products. After months of escalation, Trump and Chinese President Xi came to a truce at the beginning of 2020. Yeah. You remember that when that happened? Yep. And they signed uh, what's known as the Phase 1 agreement. It reduced the rate of some of the tariffs but left them in place. And China agreed to increase its purchase of U.S. goods and agricultural products, 
setting an ambitious target of buying $200 billion more than it did before the trade war began. So what was supposed to happen was China was supposed to buy more from us. Right. And the more they bought, the less tariffs they got. Exactly. You know. Which so, would be fair. Which would be fair. Well, what happened was they didn't do that. So in 2020, the Biden administration decided to leave after they went into office when they went in the office in 2021, they decided to leave it there because they didn't follow the rules of the original contract. That was beginning in 2018 mm-hmm. under President Trump. Under President Trump. So they decided to leave it there. And Biden suggested recently that the reason he's leaving the tariffs in place, despite pressure from the American business community to remove them as companies struggle with inflation and supply chain disruption, U.S. importers have paid nearly $123 billion to cover the cost of the China tariffs since 2018. This is why our corporations despise President Trump, because they cost him a lot of money. And you know who's paying for it right now with inflation? You. We are. You're paying for it because they got mad right. at President Trump and raised all of their prices. Do you pay for these tariffs, I suppose. Yeah. Here's another interesting question. Do you do you remember NAFTA when it first came about? These were probably, yes. and, and I'd probably have to research, but it's interesting to wonder if this was all a lot of the arguments against that back then. I do believe was it, it was. These scenarios would come up and these countries would act the way that they do and, and, and try to behave the way that they do. Maybe these were the reasons they were against NAFTA back then. But China falls short of the phase one commitments. Right. Yeah. I don't think China was ever going to. uh, Well, you know, with President Trump, he would have made it happen. You know, but with uh, Joe Biden, he's he's going to let them do whatever they want, including come into America and do what Sun Sung did. Watch with the farmlands. They're going to do the same thing with that, too. Yeah. How many how many na- um, Chinese nationals have come in? Like twenty nine thousand. Yep. So why are they coming in America? What, what what for? If they're Chinese nationals, then they're working for the Chinese government. Exactly. Even if they're here, if they're mm-hmm. Chinese nationals, they're, they're still working. under their control. Yes, and they're getting paid. Yep. And so work. that's another impact of all of this that's going on right now is the fact that they're moving in here. They're going to start taking your jobs. We're going to be the ones sitting at home. You're going to be the ones sitting at home because those companies will find a way to get you out the door and they'll move these people right in there. They're bringing these people in here to pay them s- small wages like they do over in China and Vietnam. And and they can justify and now can with justify the population mm-hmm. and the workforce that we have. It'll stagnate wages, which is what we've been screaming to. And this is going to affect you. Yep. It weakens your dollar. It, it is. Yep. You know, so pay attention to what's going on around you because, you know, knowledge is power. Yep. And think of America first. What What are the things that are going to strengthen us? What are the things that are going to make our dollar strong again? What are the things that are going to make us be respected and be a world leader? Be strong. Make America strong again. If you can't stand for your country and want your country to be first, then are you even, yeah, I don't know. Then you're a globalist. You know, when, you're something, but you're not American. No, you're not American. <laughs> you're not. Because to be American is because America stands on its own. 
exceptionalism. It's, it's very exceptional. And <clears throat> I don't want to be any other country. I don't want to be part of the country we left. I mean, we were formed to get away from the British crown. <laughs> Why do we want to be part of that now? You know, I get kind of tired of that, watching everything on TV about the crown. You know, the weddings, the coronations. The, I mean, they make such a big deal right. about these other countries. And they're, you know, like they want to have that here. But no. We are America first, just like James says. Yep. Is this thing working? Time to rise up. Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James. And that's my lovely co-host over there, Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.